0: All right, humans, we've made it through another day. Or maybe you just made it through the last minute, which, you know, that's great too. Welcome back to The Process with me, your host, Sienna Facciolo. I'm super glad you came back. I have a really great conversation in store for you with a brilliant person named Christina
1: Kaiser. These are all things that... I'm grounding, but I'm also uh, allowing vulnerability for others to connect. And it's kind of just this, like, feels like a very good cycle for me. Like, creating work is a very cyclical thing. Yeah, I, I think it's just, it really just allows me to, like, be present with me.
0: As a creative in general, because I know you're doing so many creative things. Yeah, it's like crazy how much you're doing. <laughs> um, and we'll get to that later. Sure. <laughs> but what does the creative process mean to you?
1: When I think creative process, the creative process for me personally is definitely something that's like a very healing, grounding, like coming back to myself process. It's something that like allows me to be in my my own body and to work through some of the things that maybe internally are going on or maybe in the world are going on. It's a way of like really processing information and like allowing it to have an outlet.
0: Wow. Allowing it to have processing and allowing it to have an outlet. I definitely feel that. I definitely feel that.
1: Yeah.
0: It's interesting because you do so much work helping other creatives like realize their potential in the world. And I'm really, really curious like how that fits into your creative process. Mm -hmm. Is it kind of similar? Is it a different drive that, that that comes from?
1: that's a really good question I think that drive I mean I think um what's the saying it's just it's kind of one of those things where it's just like many hands like just seeing others being lifted around you like also lifts you and when you see mm-hmm. I mean I feel like so many people especially artists it's like we just are like sometimes so in creating that like we forget to share or we forget to like do some of these things that, like, allow for art, our growth and, like, growth amongst each other. So for me, I think it's, like, the the mentoring or the, you know, working so closely with artists trying to, like, get their businesses going or things like that, I think that is very much something that, for me, doesn't necessarily, like, fuel my creative practice, because I actually would say it kind of dampens my creative practice because Mm -hmm. I feel like so often I'm, like, pouring a lot of like my creative mental energy into other people's projects but right I think for the well-being of the arts and the arts community I would be doing a disservice if I had this information and I wasn't sharing it with others or if I had like if I was just you know I just I want to be able to just help out. that helping others like fuels me in a different way than, like, my creative way.
0: Mm, that makes sense. I, that totally makes sense. Yeah. Completely makes sense. So, where do you find the energy and the inspiration for helping others? Because you could totally just, like, stay in your own lane and just do your own thing. Yeah. And I know what you're saying. Like, it gives you mm-hmm. some sort of energy and joy and a different kind of purpose.
1: I think seeing others succeed is just, like, hugely rewarding. I think... Seeing anyone just, like, loving what they're doing in their creative practice is just, like, for me, that's very fulfilling. And um, I think a lot of the energy of it, too, is just, like, I mean, like, I want these people that are killing it to be making a living off killing it. I want to be making a living, you know, so it's kind of one of those things where it's, like, I'm, I'm fighting for other people, but I'm also a little bit selfishly fighting for myself because, like, I always dreamed the dream that, like, one day I would be able to... To pay my bills off the arts or be able to pay my bills like doing something in the creative field and it's like just in the last year and a half that's finally happened I think it's it's kind of one of those things where it's like I was I've been fighting for it but I've like also been fighting for myself in it too
0: wow that makes so yeah. much sense to me because I I've been in this process of like trying to make money from the art make money from the music and it mm-hmm. takes so long it's so difficult you really we really do have to like change how people think about it it's not just like we have to do a better job ourselves it's like we have to
1: it's, create
0: you, the system so that yeah and
1: get the community surrounding it to value it right you know, like exactly. establishing the value establishing the like you know like the arts is in so many factors of your life and like let's kind of like dissect that and look at that and then like show up, you know, show up for artists, pay them for what they're worth. And, um, I think that, I think, I mean, I think that shift is starting to happen. Um, but it's, I think it's just one of those things that's just, we're going to just keep, it's, it's a very high hill to (laughs) keep climbing, but it's happening. So.
0: Yeah. I really, actually, that's another one of my questions is just like, how do we get other people to care about Mm -hmm. our art, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and, and I'm sure you've been immersed in this for a long time, but I'm curious what your insights are to that.
1: I think it's important for people to experience art and to like get out of their comfort zones. I don't think you're going to change someone's mind overnight. Mm -hmm. I think they need, you know, and this is something that I actually kind of keep trying to, um, like my studio members is like, I try and kind of really make sure that they're in their studio sometimes because like when the public comes up they want to meet the person making the thing they want to see the artist at work and i think when you see someone working on their craft uh like working in their practice it's like then 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 people are like oh this takes time this takes energy look at their thought process i think the residency is a really great example of that too where you're like actually like there, watching people working and like then you can come back and see it a week later and then then you're like oh wow that this is what you accomplished in a right. week this is fantastic yeah, so I think yeah. I think just that repetition of seeing artists working seeing them in their practice like really trying to break down those walls because I think so often again like we're in our cub, like we're in our silos and I think we need to break out of those silos so people can become more familiar and then hopefully value it more mm, that's so interesting I really like that word because
0: seeing is believing quote-unquote mm-hmm. you know like it really does help to actually see the process instead of just like oh I work really hard for my art please pay me yeah it's like, yeah. Oh, like oh no, this, see you here's this painting I did and you're <laughs> right. like oh cool,
1: that's awesome that looks beautiful but yeah then when you see the layers you see the the hours spent the drafts the sketches like you right. really take into consideration like You know what that skill set is like, or what how many years you might have had to hone that that thing that you're doing. So I think, yeah, just getting people to like really just have conversations with artists and Mm. see their work, see their work in progress. I think is huge. (laughs) I think it's it's I think it's really important. So and I think with I think I mean I want to say one of the things hopefully with social media is like with more of those process videos and things like that. I mean, I I have a lot of mixed opinions about it all, but um, I right. think for the sake of like talking about that pro- the process part right. of it, I think that could be hopefully break down some barriers.
0: Hmm, that is really cool to hear you say something really positive about social media because often I hear artists like
1: oh, I mean, complaining I, about it, I and say I'm say sure you have a lot of negative right, things, right? But but,
0: <laughs> but it's it's awesome that you see this positive side, like I think that helps a me. To yeah, a lot
1: of things that we're going, you know, right, it's like, right we can focus on and and believe me I have I've ranted and ranted but but (laughs) I'm trying to find some of those things where it's like okay well maybe someone like then and then maybe someone then is inspired to then pick up a paintbrush themselves so yeah you know I I just gotta hope that it's like I'm always trying to hope for the the greater good of society I love that I love
0: that with the voice it's like knows? but
1: um yeah, I've had a lot of people have been uh, specific because I've been in the last year. I have really gotten into pole dancing. People are like, oh, I wow. saw that.
0: Oh my gosh, I love that. Yeah, I want to talk about that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and
1: that's that's an, another form of creativity that For like, sure. I didn't even realize I needed that outlet. But mm-hmm. like, man, what 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 an art form that can be. You know, dance yeah. movement. It's just a, it's a different way to paint a picture. than you know, mm. with your body.
0: I guess. I guess, like, all of this rests on the assumption that it's important to make art, which, of course, I believe it's important to make art, but I'm Mm -hmm. really curious, like, why you think. Like, what do you think is so important about it? Maybe that's too big of a question.
1: No, I just, (laughs) it's kind of one of those questions where it's, like, I immediately, like, want to kind of, like, it's important, but then it's, like, there's the part of me that's just, like, smack it down, like... What would your life be like without art? Like, oops, sorry, mm-hmm. this probably had a. Thing. But, <laughs> but, like, what would it? You know, like, could you even imagine? Like, I can't even imagine right, well, that that's void. The thing. Like, what, what, what would our existence? Like, everything right. around us is like the socks. Someone put time into oh designing that thing. Yeah. You know, like, right. Artist hands touch everything pretty much, and I think that's yeah. that's very much like my opinion and perspective of mm-hmm. it. Like, yeah, I run a gallery, but it's like, for me, it's a community space more so than it is a gallery. Mm. And I think if you were to ask someone that maybe had a different perspective on that, they would, you know, go more to fine art and things like that. And what does a painting look like and what is its value? But Uh I think that, I mean, I just look at it as the, like, I think art is all around us. And I think that, you know, it's just like, you can't escape it. And and, and we've been... Like, humans have been creating and drawing and, like, this is, you know, for we've just been doing it for a fucking right. minute so like it's yeah. not going anywhere right
0: like drawing on our bodies even yeah, and like, yeah. like just yeah whenever if we have something to put something on mm-hmm.
1: that we're gonna make a mark we're gonna on put it, it. yeah <laughs> we like doodling like, like
0: doodling. yeah I heard this might be completely false I don't know maybe you will know more about this mm-hmm. but I've heard that like people have found like really ancient drawings in caves that... that people like fucking exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's literally just the same mm-hmm. shit that we're doing mm-hmm. still like, yeah like
1: penises I love Bob or yeah. like yeah, yeah, or like, just penises. it yeah. was like it's like either like yeah. what they're trying to eat or what they're trying to fuck like, <laughs> it's like
0: we really haven't
1: it like changed, changed at all yeah
0: that's i mean oh that's
1: that's what runs through my head most of the day anyway
0: so fu- exactly exactly you're like know. what am i gonna eat for lunch like
1: <laughs> what do i want why i want food
0: though? right oh know. my god anyway. i love it so much i love it and i i i do see that like in every single thing that you put out with ER. the yards like on your on your website and, like, in your social media, it really does seem like you focus so much on, like, the collaboration part of it and the community space part mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. And, like, the gallery is just, like, a result of that almost. Yeah. Or, like, in a-, a way to get to that.
1: Yeah, I, I, I refer to the gallery as kind of just, like, the icing on top. Like, it's, right. like you have this great foundation right. and then, like, the gallery is just, like, I think the more immediate representation of, like, when people come up, they can then see it um mm. like and like be immediately like oh i understand like this is a this is a thing that i understand but right. like, then when you try and like explain the studio spaces and things like that that becomes a little too 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 much kind of like too much <laughs> stimuli so i'm like here's mm. this beautiful gal. you know but it's it's so versatile and it's like you really can do so many things in there and yeah um yeah i i, I really feel very strongly that it's like I've always kind of put the studio members and the collective members first and then the galleries kind of the stuff that it's like if we get to do something in there that's great but it's not it's not the most important thing
0: right I think. yeah huh well wow. art and business yeah you've already talked about some of this but I want to get dig deeper into it because it's so crucial that we think about it as artists mm-hmm. even though we don't want to yeah. at least I don't want to I don't know if that's Normal, um, but how do you mesh the two? What are ways that you get funding for your projects?
1: Mhm. Mhm. I mean, I think it's hard to like be like this is the golden trick because it's, for like, sure each each artist is very new. Each thing is you know you've got each person has their costs and all these different things to factor in. Right. I think one of the one of the big things is just like figuring out who your clientele is. Actually, I had a mm. mentor once say to me. Um, Heather McKay I don't know if you know Heather but she's she no. she's a photographer and it was just kind of one of those things where like right out of the beginning she was like don't like even though you want to don't invite your friends and families to shows because they aren't going to buy the work from you they're not going to be mm. the you know invite them to that's things, really like, interesting but like they're not going to be the ones that are going to be paying your paycheck at the end of the day so yeah it, have an opening but make sure you're inviting people that like will be collecting your work And actually like, so I think kind of really identifying like who your, who your target clients are, who are the people that you're trying to work with. And then like, it's always great to like have side projects and other collaborations and things, but like, you know, really establishing what your value is. Cause like so many times people Mm. are like, Oh, work for free and exposure. And you know, it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, it it waters down then what the rest of what everyone else is. Oh my gosh. That's so true. So it's like, so true. you know, it's like, well, if I'm charging, you know, $200 for a can you know, a painting, and then someone's charging 20 bucks for their painting, then I'm going to, and even my price is actually probably pretty. Yeah,
0: like, 200 on, is, yeah. But,
1: but it's like, but then that 20, you know. Right, you but then 20. Then you become the asshole that's charging too much. Right, So I really yeah. think that. You know, it's kind of one of those things where it'd really be great if, I mean, I know in some um, industries they're starting to do this more, like tattooing is an industry where they're, like, kind of doing a poll and then trying to create, like, a base rate. Really? So that, like, kind of across the board, everyone is, like, Hmm. not undercutting each other and you're really kind of trying to establish this rate is that's more fair for for your wage and and livelihoods and things like that. Wow. So, sorry, that's kind of tangible off. No, on that's a tangent, really but,
0: interesting. It's um, really interesting.
1: But I do think it's, you know, it's important to like, you know, yeah, get experience and you know, I think internships are a great way to kind of get your foot, especially like as you're coming, but up into your career. But I think at a certain point you need to make this decision of like, who are my clients? How am I going to reach them? How am I going to make these sales? Um, mm. and, and the yards is kind of th- this, this interesting thing because like, I came into the yards like almost a year in it to be in existence but but then I watched all the things that weren't working. Right. And then by the time that I was able then I, by the time I was able to like actually take it over, I can I had already kind of seen all the things that did and didn't work for it. Um not everyone has that luxury. Yeah. Yeah. But I do think mentorship is a really great way that if you can find someone that is similarly in your field, Um, you know, that's a great way just to kind of like figure out some of the things that do and don't work. So you're not reinventing the wheel. Yeah, for sure. Um, for sure. Yeah. But I just, yeah, I think anytime you can like stick to what your worth is, but also gain knowledge and experience like that. I think that is a good combination to try and Hmm. get some kind of success and just it's any business. It's not going to be easy. Like it's just business, (laughs) small business right now is just like, but yeah. Yeah. But it's doable. You just have to like, you know, stay focused and keep asking questions.
0: Do you have mentors Um, or a mentor that you... Um,
1: I would say, I mean, I would consider both, uh, you know, Sarah Rutherford and and Heather um, McKay to both be uh, mentors more so in my, you know, mid to early 20s and um, I, I I definitely have people that I you know will ask advice for from and and some people that I'll you know reach out to if I have a question um but I would say right now I kind of I, I feel that I've hit that ground of like I've learned so much from from those first few years of like interning at the yards and becoming a studio assistant and yeah all those things where it's just like I was just like a sponge trying to soak up whatever I could and Yeah, I think you know through that. Then I was able to like, all right, here's how, here's the path to hopefully move forward and nice, yeah, yeah. And that's it. Was funny. It was like my my goal was always that by year ten of the yards that this would be that the yards would be my full time job. Wow. And it sure enough, yeah, and twenty. 2021 was year 10, and that, that was the year that, that I was able to make that transition.
0: Amazing. So,
1: yeah. Yep. Congratulations.
0: So. That's, like, really, really impressive.
1: Thanks. I think it's one of those things where it's just, like, if you want it, you just... Unfortunately, and I it's kind of one of those things where I wish it, but it's just, you just gotta fight for it. Yeah. Like, And I wish it wasn't that way, but that's the reality of of the world we live in is yeah. it's just like you, you, you kind of got to grind. at least here in this you got to grind yeah and that's just kind of
0: okay question though because this is like yeah this is my main question in my life right now how do you survive the grind what do you do that isn't the grind that yeah. you know keeps you sane
1: yeah i mean it w- really it was i mean covid was really it was like my like whiplash like reality check because i was mm. like working three i mean for most of those years that I was talking about, I was working at least two and a half other jobs to keep the yards afloat. Yeah. So, and the yards was not like, I was not making, it was just like just doing this so we can, you know, pay the bills sort of thing. 2020 was really that reality check for me where it was like, I was just really hit. I was low. I was depressed. I was like, Mm. I was very, very burnt out. And like my health was like not great. I was sick all the time. And, um, I was just like, this grind is not sustainable, and yeah, yeah, I was just turning thirty. I was like, I can't keep doing this. Yeah, I was like, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you like really sick. Yeah, you're I like, can't. yeah, yeah. Um, so right. I think you know, part of part of that it has been like saying no to things, or yeah, um, you know, just understanding that like, yeah, I could work fourteen hours today. But do I want to go on a walk with my boyfriend? Yeah, that also sounds really, you know, like, (laughs) and that's something that will help lower my stress. So I really try to, like, be more conscious and, like, look more inward of, like, if I'm having high stress, anxiety, things like that. Like, I know that those are my, like, I'm hitting a point and I need to say no to some things. Right. And even for, you know, it's really been, like, that skill set of saying, like, I didn't know it for a while. Because it was just like, yeah. say yeah. yes, say yes, yeah. say yes until you get, you know, until you yeah. get where you can be comfortable and.
0: And because you're like a really passionate person, which you know I can just tell just from meeting you and like seeing all your content and everything, mm-hmm. so I can imagine it's really hard to say no because yeah. you probably get excited when other people are excited mm-hmm. about something, and
1: then mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and I and I also like I do feed off of like seeing other people's projects succeed and seeing, you know, things come to, or like, you know, seeing an event well done, but also, yeah, it's, I can't do it all and and no one can do it all. Like, you know, so that was me. Like, I just really had to spend some time like internally looking in and seeing how all these things were like stacking up to like me being unwell. And I was like, okay, I need to take some things off this plate. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Well, that's awesome that you had that opportunity. Mm-hmm. It sucks that it had to come from like a place of pain, but I feel like so often, yeah, the healing has to just come from, yeah. or, or the growth has to yeah. come from.
1: What's let's say the only way out is through. Ah, yeah, you know, Fuck that. But it's so true. Yeah, like, I mean, it's like one of those things where it's just like you know, when you're so in it, like I I got to work yeah. through. I got to work through whatever this is, because if I don't, then I'm just gonna be I'm gonna be stuck here you know, and I don't right. want to be, I don't want to be stuck in, in that, that dark space that I was in. No, so.
0: I completely feel that. Oh man. T- yeah. 2020 was, yeah. Yeah. 2020 was, we so rough. Yeah. It was hard too. Cause like all our communities were cut, where we cut off from all our communities yeah. pretty much. Yeah. So like if you were in a dark space, like
1: yeah, And it's I mean, it so much used to be, that, you know, it's like, cause people are like, Oh, like what's, and I'm like the yard just, is so much that like, I mean, it's my business. Yeah. But that's like, that's my, like, that's my family too. That's my crew. Those are the people like when I'm having a shitty day, they show up. Right. I'm going to get emotional. Um, but it's just like to have that severed, you know, it was like, I would walk into the studio and it would just feel like a ghost ship. Like it just like, it just was so quiet and it was weird. It was just so surreal to have this space that was usually like vibrant with people and paintbrushes and, you know, just like, just the like or even just the restaurant downstairs like hearing the restaurant yeah. go downstairs right. and like all these familiar sights you know it's like the market's so full of this energy and then it was just like shuttered you know yeah
0: woof yeah. damn yeah man
1: yep 20 doors. 2020 we're well
0: we're we're on the up and up maybe kind yeah. of. i don't know you
1: know it feels it feels i feel lighter i feel like um a lot of that momentum that we had been building up i feel like that's starting mm. to come back yeah i think yeah. people are starting to feel better about going to events i feel less yep. anxious about planning events um same I, so i i, I do I, I i'm starting to feel um a little bit of levity that's amazing That is amazing.
0: Perseverance. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I really want to talk about the... Residency program because I actually I'm a musician right mm-hmm. so like I wouldn't be doing the residency residency program so we've, I don't know that had much musicians about
1: it. Before, though. Wait, you
0: did? You yeah. have? Yeah. Okay, please explain. Please explain. Amber residency. Tracy's
1: done it before. Really? Amber, but she, I mean, she did painting and music, but she did yeah. What? She's done. And we've had performance artists before oh my too that maybe do more like you know kind of like a final theatrical piece. But but yeah, we've, that had, is so we've cool. had musicians. We've had writers. We've had dancers. Oh my gosh. Poets, painters, sculptors, all, I mean, the only thing we really can't accommodate at the yards, um, is like glass blowing and ceramics, Mm, you know, like anything that's going to need a kiln or something like that. That's like, or like crazy large sculptures, but even Annalisa, um, Baron did our residency in 2018, and like was able to build this pretty cool piece, the sound piece, and it moved. Wow. And um, I mean, she might have done some stuff off site too, but I mean, we've got a wood shop on site. As well, so oh my there's a lot of things that the, the space can lend itself to, and and the whole kind of idea is it's like ideally the more practices the better, right? You know, I mean, I, I love seeing a wow. room full of painters because that's my my personal medium, but uh-huh. when you get a you know a poet in there, and then it's just like like then then the collaboration really starts to simmer because then people are interested in learning each other's trades or like yeah. what are you doing? So
0: right, and like when you're just when you're just listening as a musician when you're just listening to music you're not going to get nearly as much out of that as if you listen to all sorts of art forms yeah you read writing you're seeing yeah so that's huge
1: yeah and I think a part of that Hmm. too is that you know in having like question you know peers ask you questions then you're trying to kind of teach them a little and I think a lot of like digesting your practice comes in trying to figure out how you're maybe going to teach it to someone like how do I distill the concepts of what I'm doing and be able to share that yeah so I think that's that's a huge thing too that kind of like ends up organically kind of happening or sometimes I end up forcing people into (laughs) it a little but (laughs) the truth comes out no that's really that's really cool just a gentle push (laughs) right right I love that yeah
0: because it seems like education is like a thing that you are focused on or you have like some sort of vision for it and I'm I'm pretty curious like how obviously the residency you have
1: these Mm -hmm. thoughts
0: about education and you also have the internship program right
1: yeah we have an internship program and we actually have um a teen ambassador program oh my gosh so we've got we've got which we actually just we got funding for so um congrats so there'll be scholarships available for um rochester city school district students um yeah so that that's great so that's more of like a mentorship program through the summer um meets every couple weeks, you know, and just really kind of, like, hands-on working and just kind of, like, just playing, you know, playing yeah. with different practices, playing with different mediums, and, and you know, just trying to kind of get to know some different people in in the Rochester art community. So, wow. yeah, there's kind of different, almost, like, different levels of, I guess, professional development, if you will, mm-hmm. um, that that the Yard has to offer, but I, I really think, like, so much of that comes through mentorship and just working with other artists, yeah, yeah,
0: wow. See, I, oh my gosh, this is so cool. How do you choose who's gonna be? I know I saw the application. It's like you you send your work, and yep. then you send your yep. a lot of other stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. So
1: so usually um it it kind it also kind of like so I've been doing I the residency program I actually created it was my first thing out of school. I saw the 2013. Like I was like, wow, I need to do this thing. Yeah. And um it's kind of like it's definitely just like evolved and and progressed for a while i was kind of trying to like review the applications with other with other people but our, tr- our turnover of like core people at the yards not that it changes a lot but it's just like it's always really been been me for for at least the last five years or so right so um if there's if there's a, a group that like say there's an overwhelming amount of applicants then i'll be like pulling some other people to like help review them with me right. but for the most part usually applicant wise like it usually kind of ends up being kind of right around that number the first that's thing great. and and kind of like it's actually really easy stuff that like typically ends up disqual- like I'll kind of view it as like I know what this is good but it's like if you if you don't send in your images or you <laughs> oh right if right. you don't send me the stuff that it's like clear right. boop 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 that's kind of like and automatic right. like okay i'm not going to very seriously look at this this application because the application isn't that intense but i do think the application process is important because i think right. trying to think about writing your artist bio what is a state even if it's a couple sentences and you hate those sentences <laughs> write them down because right. that's part yeah. of that's part of being able to talk about your work so the application mm. is like it's not that it's very but it's just like that is an important step to me because that's like do you take this serious and then um And then, um, another thing that like kind of is important is like, I'll look at like people's mediums and work and see if like people are going to kind of like jive together and see if like, if maybe they'll be complementary in, in their, in their work ethics or work styles. So, but Mm, but usually, usually it's that first tier of like, um, did you submit properly? And if not, then like, you know, Hey, consider these revisions for next time you apply. Um, yeah. Is usually how I'll just like, hey, these these things were missing from your application. Consider these things to make your application stronger next year or next mm. time you want to apply. Um, but usually, it's it's very rare that it comes down. But usually, it'll just be like, you know, maybe the, you know, maybe there's like, you know, five p- painters that applied and one sculptor, and right, it's like I really right. kind of want to try and mix it up a little bit. So then maybe it's you know I'll I'll try and figure out who's going to work best knowing that there's maybe a sculptor involved or things like that. Yeah. Um, but a lot of times it wow. just comes down to like strength of application. Yeah. And like thought put into that.
0: Right. Yeah. Amazing.
1: Ooh, do I get a kitty delivered to my lap? He might, ah, he might leave, but we'll see ever. if he,
0: oh yes, he's staying. Hi. Okay, don't make any sudden movements. Make... Random question. I saw you sign your paintings with the XOXO. Mm-hmm. I'm very curious, like, is it just Christina Kaiser? And that's, yeah? Like, what I mean, is it?
1: Well, it, I mean, it was kind of one of those these those things where it was like, I don't know, just writing Kaiser on a painting just felt so, like, German and, like, <laughs> Kaiser. You know, like, it's just, it, it, just so got, it just felt so German. <laughs> I, love it. I love it. I don't know. and And, um... <laughs> And, and honestly too, and it was, I have the initials KK, so KK, that the amount of times that anything I had got, you know, another K thrown on it, was just annoying. Um, so it was just kind of one of those things where it was like, I I don't, I think for me too, it's like my art has always felt like it's always just bright and super colorful and it's like, it's always just kind of been like me pouring love into the world. And Mm. like, for me it was just like XO, like it just kind of felt like a way of just like, like how I'd sign a letter or how I'd sign something like Aww. a note to a friend or something. Yeah. And then two, like with my initials being KK, I was like, it kind of feels like the mark making of it kind of feels similar to like, it's just kind of that like XOXO KK. Like it just kind yeah. of flow. It like always flowed. Um, hmm. People know it's me, you know. If they see XOXO on something, like right. people usually know it's it, it's it's me. um Yeah. Hopefully by this point, right? I, I think XOXO just felt like light-hearted and and like just like a little kiss, you know, like a yeah, a little, little hug. So I love yeah. that. Yeah.
0: I love it so much. I
1: know it's kind of it's just me being a little little sappy nerd. <laughs> it's a sappy nerd. <laughs> nerd. Yes, yes,
0: amazing. We need more of those in the world. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> So this might be like an old, forgive me if this is an old quote, No. um, but you wrote, the work is an act of release and healing, a visual meditation. And I'm curious if you can just say more about that, because I really liked that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think maybe I touched on this like a bit ago, but just it's kind of one of those things where it's like, I mean, for me, my, my creative practice is so much like just like allowing myself the space to just connect with myself to be like I think because it's it's one of those things too because I am such like a busy person that it's like time at the canvas or time working you know on my creative practice like I think even this comes in through with my dance work that I'm starting to do more where it's just like these are all these are all things that it's like I'm grounding but I'm also uh, allowing vulnerability for others to connect, and it's kind of just this like feels like a very good cycle for me. Like creating work is a very cyclical thing, and mm-hmm. um, I just yeah I I think it's just it really just allows me to like be present with me, um, and it, I mean it changes a little bit when it's a commission or something like that, but but yeah. for and and this is actually some I mean for a while I was trying to do craft shows and and things like that and um it just it it got to a point where it was like this isn't fun anymore and Mm. I'm not feeling like I wasn't loving that 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 was like the creative business that I was going in right um so that's I really got back to just like doing paintings for me Mm. you know or doing just like things for like a show here and there where it was like I got to really just like kind of get back to enjoying it instead of trying because for so long I was trying to create a product to sell it oh yes and yeah. and I was just like I, I just felt like I was losing touch with myself right and I and it wasn't feeding my happiness it wasn't filling my like soul up at all it just felt so draining so right. I think part of like with me being as busy as I am these these creative pursuits really allow me to fill my cup back up
0: hmm yeah wow i love that it's like it's just all intertwined Mm. Mm -hmm. like the way you can do the yards and the education and the coaching yeah is by filling your cup with these other things Mm
1: -hmm. yeah Hmm. yeah and it it really has because i I, there was for a while that it felt like very very unbalanced and and i and it is something still i'm still trying to figure out um, I, you know, it's, I'm still trying to kind of work through cause it's like with this model of what I've built at the yards, uh, as you can imagine, I'm a lot of people's go to, to call about a question or things yeah. like, things yeah. like that, which I love that people feel, um, safe to, you know, safe to call and, 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 but it's also one of those things where it's like, you can probably manage, imagine that like having potentially a hundred people in your Rolodex that feel like they can call you it like, So I've tried to kind of figure out like what what steps do I need to take more to like create these spaces where I do have time to continue my practice and things like that. And just kind of setting some more boundaries. Mm, So even though like I'm here for you, but I may not always be accessible.
0: Ooh. Have you also started – do you envision like passing some of the responsibilities off to other people at some point Mm -hmm. for the yards is – and have it be more of a collective, like, I don't know, board yeah. or, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I would, um, I would love to. Uh, it's definitely one of those things where it's, I, I joke that the day that I know I've made it is like when I can hire someone for social media, right? Oh like, my God! <laughs> okay, just let me, I, me too! That is exactly, because yeah. I, I don't want to do social media. Yeah. That'll be like yes. the day that I'm like, we're sa- and then I can focus on the programming and all those other other like, and and not to say like it, social media isn't fun, but it's just the amount of time that it, it used to be a, a post here and there, right? And now it's like some days I'm like three hours trying to make content. Yes, you know. Yes, yes. Um, totally. So I really would love to to to, to eventually have that branch off. Um, mm. a lot of what I do too is like so we are not a collective in the sense where like a bunch of people own parts of the yards or thing like i'm i'm the sole owner of it but if someone isn't you know if someone's in a situation where they're like um i would love a studio space here's my skill set whatever i usually try and figure out work trade so mm, interesting so either like what what's your skill set what can you bring to the table like do you want to water plants? Do you want to clean? Or, you know, for example, do you want to create an educational program? Mm, So, um, so sometimes it's things like that where it's like, well, I have this background in here and then I'm like, okay, here, ACEs in our places, like where can we figure out where you can, you know, maybe it's not monetary, uh, monetary thing you're bringing to the table, but the experience you're bringing is going to lead to the growth of like our overall organization. So like, if that's the thing you want to contribute, then, by all by all means so it's kind of it's kind of a weird thing because like technically i'm an llc but it operates it operates in a way very different from like what a traditional business structure is yeah um wow very cool yeah yeah yeah
0: okay so we're gonna do some rapid fire okay try to keep your answer short and try not to think too much about it what was your favorite age growing up this is super random
1: third now love that answer (laughs) love that
0: answer okay cool um what's the most powerful art you've ever experienced
1: powerful art i think anything installate like large-scale installation Mm. really just takes my breath away and like being able to transform spaces specifically public art like public installations breaks down the walls i love public installation art love that yeah
0: favorite quote or mantra
1: um there's this thing that uh, where the, empty yourself and allow the universe to fill you is is something that i like try and sometimes when i'm feeling rough get through the day
0: mm. wow yeah empty yourself and allow and the universe you. to fill you what gives you joy
1: cats <laughs> yeah,
0: kitty cats. Oh, I love cats. Oh my gosh. Um, and what makes you feel most alive? It doesn't have to be most, but
1: um, one of the things that makes me feel very, very alive is um, anything faster on two two wheels like Uh or or snowboard like snowboarding Mm. uh, oh yeah I saw your snowboarding snowboarding or I got my motorcycle license this summer like anything kind of that's a little bit a little bit like but I I really like the things where it's like my body is really engaged with again it's just that like I think so many times I'm just like go 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 anything that can really make me like come back into my body and Mm -hmm. feel that's where I'm just like zing like the pole dancing pole dancing exactly it's like these things where it's like um you get flow state you know where you're like you're just having to having to make decisions kind of just like in the moment and trusting your body those are the things where i really like oh that that feels good amazing yeah
0: wow oh i keep saying amazing like but i it's just so fun um okay yeah what's your definition of success
1: i definitely my definition of success is just like are are you are you happy mm. like you know i think that we can apply definition you know but i really it's like are you happy with yourself do you feel at the end of the day just like grounded and like at peace with the work that you're doing because at the end of the like it's you you got to deal with you know like I just I've I've stopped kind of because I think specifically too in the arts everyone just has such varying opinions of what of what success is. So, yeah. Sorry, this is getting long. Oh, it's totally sorry, that fine. Was supposed to be totally a fine. Answer. I'm Inter- happy to hear more. Internal, about internal it. happiness. Your happiness. Are you happy with yourself?
0: <laughs> Great. So, what's your daily process or routine if you have one? What's your routine? One. You don't have no, one. No, I don't mm. have one.
1: No. I I've tried. Um, but my, each day varies so much, and right. it's like some days, it, it's just like some days I'm in meetings all day, or some days, it's just, it, it's so varied, I, I yeah. do try and make time for like, I mean, I think part of my routine now is it's just, I wake up kind of slow, so it's like kind of a slow morning, wake up, mm. like I, if I could, like I would love to just kind of like 45 minutes, like just gradually wake up, but yeah, I mean, each day... Which I, I do consider you know to really be kind of you know it's a, it's a blessing that it's like it's I, I'm going places I'm seeing awesome things I'm meeting with great people yeah so, but I do so what I try and do is just like however I can carve out time for myself so I guess part of the daily routine is always trying to carve out time time for myself mm, yeah. but it might change when but it, it is but yeah but it's never going to be consistent every day it's never going to well. be you know. Morning yoga for twenty minutes—it's just not, yeah—the reality. But um, I will try and like move my body for at least twenty minutes to an hour every day and make that a priority. Hmm.
0: So, yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah, amazing. I admire
1: people that can stick to like eight a.m. <laughs> I have my coffee. Nine a.m. I'm at work, but it's just <laughs> yeah. Well, it
0: seems like that probably just doesn't work for you. Yeah, like, it's just it's not my—it's just not my,
1: it's just it's not not my lifestyle. Yeah. Um. But, and I. It, I tried that lifestyle. Right. That lifestyle also did... I was unhappy at a desk, so... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, I do... I. It's kind of one of those things where it's like that flexibility is sometimes like a blessing and a curse.
0: <laughs> right. Right. Because <laughs> yeah. you constantly have to be, like, making the decision about what you're doing, or... I don't know anticipating a different thing yeah yeah yeah. or then
1: sometimes too it's like then because you don't work the regular out people just always expect you're like free or available that's
0: really tough yeah especially because we have our phones and we're like we can constantly work on our phones Mm -hmm. that's really hard yeah Mm. yeah so I've
1: been trying to be better about like phone free times um same of just like okay like just gonna lock this away or not you know like try and not check it and
0: Yeah. Yeah. You were talking earlier about how, um, after 10 years, it's now your full-time job Mm -hmm. to run the yards. Um, how can people support the yards?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the main way that we, we pay the bills is through studio rentals which are great, that's consistent, that was the model that, like, after watching all the things that didn't work, that's was, how I was like, this is the thing that does work. Nice. Um, but I've always felt really important that it's important to keep those at a reasonable rate as to, like, not price people out of, you know, so they can't even afford a studio or, yeah. you know, really making it so it's, like, for emerging artists, it is accessible. Right. So the studio rent pays the bills. The studio rent does not necessarily pay me. Um, the stuff mm. that pays me are the... Um, the events that we do, the stuff in the gallery, um, the, the Patreon membership, which, um, it has been kind of consistently growing over the past couple years that, that, those are the things that, that make sure that Christina keeps get, keeps doing the work that I want to keep doing and can yeah. keep running the yards. Um, because like, as is like the studio stuff, like that's rent, that's insurance, like that's all that stuff. And it's the yeah the the as the icing on the cake like the more of the like gallery type stuff which you can imagine like so covid we took a huge huge hit all that stuff had yeah. to had yeah. to shut down i mean thankfully there were some some grants and things um and then occasionally too we do have you know um private we've got people that will make private donations or um also we do a big fundraiser every year and that's a big right. that fundraiser actually is a big part of how like I can continue to do the work as well. So Mm. it's a, it's a combination of, um, and and that fundraiser is really very much community supported and people either donating artworks or making contributions however they can. So, I mean, without other people like kind of pitching in in this way, like the, the yards wouldn't be running. So it's really, really many hands, you know, um, seeing the work that we're doing and, and continuing to, to support, and then a lot of times, too, it's, like, as people start to become involved and more engaged, like, it's just, like, it just continues to blossom and grow. So, my, oh. hope, my hope is that, yeah, that, like, soon maybe at some point, yeah, I can start hiring other people and, and, and continue to see this maybe grow into other locations and, and things like that. So,
0: oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. Okay, so quick list of things for people who are listening. What can they do right now if they're, like, listening and they're super excited about supporting these artists and supporting this community space Um,
1: so the main thing i would recommend is visiting our website theyardsrochester.com or, um, if you can stop in sometime, um, I think coming and seeing the people that are make the yards great is just a great way to just kind of get to, get to know what we're about. Or, um, if you're like ready to go and, and want to help out immediately, um, you can visit our Patreon and it's just, if you search the yards, the yards collective on our Patreon, um, at the yards, um, then, then there's five to. or three different tiers, excuse me, three different tiers. It goes, it starts at $5 a month. So pretty much a, a nice cup of coffee at a coffee shop a month. You can uh, keep keep creating a, a fun space for artists to do their thing in Rochester. I mean, the lovely thing about Patreon too is because, I mean, the studio spaces we really hit our max of people that we were able to like have within the, the actual studio units, but we've got other things that are going on, like figure drawing classes and um we've got members showcases and and members events that kind of happen on or off site so um it's really it was a way too for not only for some income to continue coming in but also for us to be able to expand membership just beyond the studio spaces because you know the the more people the the merrier the better are our community flourishes and it was just kind of, I was like, you know what, this is another great way for people to be able to be able to participate in shows and, and be able to kind of have those connections with each other. So I, I I love that. It's like just, our mem- when we have like members events or just like seeing people connect and and being able to talk about their practice like in a very safe space I'm just like yay Aww. everyone's doing the thing so, oh yeah all the work is coming to fruition mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah it's really it's really something beautiful so that's amazing yeah
0: thanks so much for for taking the time to talk to us can,
1: can, can you sing thank you to me
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes I can okay um wait let's to turn the gain down thank you. Christina for being on the process. Yay! (laughs) Thank you. No problem. That was like a weird singing voice that just came out. Like it was to share
1: your art form with Right, right. That that, was
0: everyone, that was my art.
1: (laughs) There you go. You're welcome.
0: (laughs) I love it. Okay. But actually, thank you. Like I really appreciate it. I've been wanting to learn more about you for a while and I just admire the yard so much and um, really appreciate the work you're
1: doing. Thank you, yeah. Thank you for it was great to, to chat and nice thing to do on this great Tuesday.
0: If you're like me and got really excited about this conversation, go check out Christina's work at theyardsrochester.com. That's the yards Or consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash at the yards. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash a-t-the-yards. Christina Kaiser is a multimedia artist, creative consultant, and museum professional. She has been living and creating in Rochester, New York for most of her life. In 2013, Christina earned a BFA in Studio Arts, Painting, with a dual major in Art History from Edinburgh University of Pennsylvania. Christina is widely exhibited in the Rochester area and has been directing the Yards Collective since 2017. Acting as an art administrator, Christina has developed programming to help support and encourage emerging artists to reach creative success. You've been listening to The Process. The Process is presented by Rochester Bluecast, powered by Valbert Marketing. This podcast is produced, edited, and mixed by Sienna Pacholo. Our theme music is written and performed by Sienna Pacholo, Chris Palace, and Jordan Rabinowitz, featuring Sally Louise on guitar, mixed by Chris Palace, mastered by Jack Galindo. See you next month. Sending hugs.